You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately, and I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Welcome to OKSIS. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy as we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, Ready, sisters? Welcome to OK Sis. Hi, sisters. I'm Scout. I'm Mads. Welcome back. If this is your first episode, we love you already. We love you already. Welcome to the tribe. Welcome to not just the Jewish tribe, the all around tribe. The sister tribe. The sister tribe. Sisters everywhere. Yes. Um, I hope you guys had a very Merry Christmas, or if you're Jewish like us, I hope you observed it from Instagram. Well, we tried to find Chinese food because the Jewish custom for Christmas is to go to the movie theater and then eat Chinese food in America. But all the Chinese restaurants in England were closed. Yeah, I don't think that's a thing here. I don't think Jews are as... Oh, by the way, we're in England right now, if that's a preface that needs to be made. If you haven't listened to the past hundred episodes (laughs) where we mentioned that we're in England or we're going to England. Um, We are now currently in England. (laughs) Yeah. We're mid... Mid-trip. We are mid-trip. We're mid-trip. leaving for London tomorrow and then Berlin on Friday. Stoked. Um, and I, also, you poured me, like, the biggest glass of wine ever. Yeah, so and I just want to let everybody know that I'm drinking a red wine, which is very out of character for me. So out of character. I'm really um, pushing my boundaries. Look at us with our growth mindsets, broadening our horizons. I am well, broadening I just my horizon with this very large glass. Of, what kind of red is this? Malbec. Malbec. No idea I'm, what that I, I'm means. Really enjoying it. It was the last bottle in this little cabin. So that's what we got. It's delicious. That's what we're drinking. Um yeah, the the Very ethos dry. the ethos of this trip and the the through line is get or just drink as much as wine, much wine possible. as possible. It's like a it's a sprint not a marathon. Is that the phrase? That's no the phrase is it's a marathon, marathon not, not a sprint. sprint. Okay, that's what I meant. Okay. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Drink yes. when you think, you know, it's it's the right time of the day. 1 p.m. is usually a good. Okay, I've been starting a little later, but, you know, teach their own. Teach their own. Anyways, so we thought we would talk about something um, near and dear to hearts. 
Oh, what is that? The Kardashian Christmas card and or Kardashian Christmas party. Okay, the Kardashian Christmas party looked fucking amazing. I had so much fun. John Legend performed. Okay, well, they're best friends with John Legend and but that's Chrissy still Teigen, but a big deal. The the decor was out of control. The outfits were out of control. Like, what even goes into organizing an event like that? So I looked up. So Chloe tagged the party planner. Her name is like Mindy something. And I was looking at her Instagram and she is like a really renowned. They probably were planning this for months. Yeah, I'm sure. And, it was um, bigger than a wedding. It was uh, it was unbelievable. It, it was supposed to mirror Whoville, uh, which oh, it really did. Yeah, yeah it looked, that's cute. It, it looked really beautiful. Kylie's and dress was out of control. Kylie was smoking. Chloe I mean, was smoking. Chloe, that fucking waist. How I does she mean, have that body after just having a baby? Oh, God. I hate it when pregnant people are like look better than I do. It's really discouraging. It, no, you mean... After having a baby, and then they even look after better. Both, right? I'm like, how the fuck and then is this happening? The fact that Courtney and Sophia and Scott went on vacation together. together. To I mean, oh, the world is just you know coming together. It's all the Christmas spirit. <laughs> it's all the Christmas spirit. <laughs> um, now, if only our world would actually come together, exactly. that would be really great. They're they're modeling off of what we. What, uh, they're a good example. I never thought I would say that. Courtney Scott <laughs> and Sophia of the perfect Ritchie. blended family. <laughs> oh God, I love it. Okay, we're gonna move on to something of more substance because um, the Kardashian like brings down our brain cells a little bit, but then we bring it right back up. That's it's kind of like balance. what that's like what OKC says. We bring it down and then we bring it right it's back up. Balance. Yes. Um. So you've been reading Michelle Obama's book. Oh my God. And you guys. I'm. I, you keep telling me how amazing it is. And I'm waiting for you to finish it so I can get my hands on it. Oh my God, it is unbelievable. And I, and I don't want to give stuff away well, give us the general premise is she just talking about her so, genesis no the so she White starts she, yeah exactly so she starts in her childhood in the south side of chicago where she lived with her mom her dad and her older brother um she talks about attending a school that was pretty racially balanced until what they call white flight happened and most of the white people in her neighborhood fled and then more african-americans came in and it became um, more of um, like a poverty kind of area, unfortunately, and the school system um, kind of w- declined a little bit, which was unfortunate. But she grew up with such a tenacity. I mean, uh, since ever since she was like four years old, she was feisty mm. and strong-willed. Um, and then she moves on to how she met Barack, which is like crazy. She was, um, can I say how they met? Yeah. I mean, I think people know. She was um, working at a law firm and he was the intern. He's mm-hmm. three years older than her, but he worked after college and then went to law school. So he was the intern, and she was assigned as his mentor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Um, I had no idea. And um, so they talk a little bit about their love story. I mean, something, the topic that is really brewing in my mind right now as I'm reading this book is that she gave up so much for Barack to achieve his dreams. Mm-hmm. And it makes me a little bit sad when I'm reading it mm-hmm. because he was gone so much in Washington, D.C. for his job um, that she really had to raise the kids herself, but mm-hmm. she refused to give up her job. And it just makes me a little bit sad for her. Like, imagine what she could have done become if she w- didn't have to be the mm-hmm. first lady. Like, oh, my God. But then on the flip side, and imagine now what she, she's achieved oh, because of she was the no, first lady. No, I'm not lady. saying she's, like, underachieving. I'm just saying, like... I don't know. I feel like she could have. Uh, she could have been the president. Of yeah, the I mean, States. yeah, that that could have been it. But um, so it is a little disheartening at times mm-hmm. to read um, 
it's just, I guess, another example of, like, a woman's ambitions being swept under the rug by yeah. the man's ambitions. And she was happy to do it because they have such a But she laid out her own rules. Yeah, they, yeah. She, laid she down, really made it her own. Yeah, from the very get-go, she was like, I'm not just going to be someone who picks China and the flowers yeah, for the White no. House. I'm going to be someone who's involved in policymaking. Her achievements pre-marrying Barack were incredibly immense. She went to Harvard Law School, Princeton undergrad, worked in a law firm, um, helped bring health care to underprivileged individuals in Chicago. Um, and it's a beautifully written book, and it really shows – it's very transparent, so mm. I thought maybe it would be a little bit reserved. Like, she couldn't say everything, but she mm. goes there. I mean, she says throughout the entire thing, she's like, he's not going to win. She thought he wasn't going to win. Mm. Like the whole time. And she outwardly says that. So she's very, very transparent, very honest. Um, She talks a lot about... Okay, yeah. Yeah, you're you're giving too much. It's it's unbelievable. Anyways, yes, everyone. It's called Becoming, if you haven't heard of it. Yeah, I got to get my hands on that one. Um, Love you. Love you, Michelle Obama. Love you, Michelle Obama. Oh, God. Okay, anyways, word of the week. The word of the week. Hold on, let me pull it up. Got to get it on my phone real quick. The word of the week... And my passcode is wrong. The word of the week is heartstrings. And we all know this word, but the um, definition, and it just went away. I know this. Fuck. <laughs> it, just, it just went away, guys. Okay, well, reload um, it. It was like. Reload it. Just reload it. No, it's not going. We'll go back and reload it. Here, let me just look it up. Heartstrings definition. Please hold, sisters. Sisters, please hold while we. Figure out the definition of heartstrings. Um, okay, here. Um, used in reference to one's deepest feelings of love or compassion. Mm-hmm. And I believe that Barack Obama pulls Michelle's heartstrings. Yeah, so there's that common saying, pulls your heartstrings. But I like the really diving into what the actual meaning like is. the deepest feelings. The deepest. Like, that's a big oh. statement. That's a huge... Like, we, like, kind of... Play, play around with the word yeah, heartstrings. Yeah, throw like it around. The deepest feelings. The deepest. Yes, love it. Love it. Um, okay, so this episode is so silly and, and it's humorous and great. You guys are going I to love this. I never thought that I would be inspired by nightlife. Never thought. So we interviewed the two girls who co-founded and run Viper, um, Kelsey and Celeste, they are goddesses, Goddesses, obviously. We ran into that um, and it was like the best thing ever. Yeah, they are, you know, humble, which is something I loved about them, but radically ambitious. Radically and ambitious. spunky and glass ceiling shattering. I mean, we talk about the disrooting of the nightlife industry that we'll they have about achieved. Viper yeah, so Vi- Viper um, essentially... Um, partners with clubs around Los Angeles and they put women at the front to be the The door, the bouncers essentially Mm -hmm. for people to get in and out of the club. So um, they've completely disrooted nightlife by, you know, putting power into women's hands. And it's a really empowering story to kind of see how they've achieved this. And also an industry that hasn't changed in years, really hasn't changed. And they talk about that and mm-hmm. how they what they're doing to kind of shift that. I mean, you're used to seeing some big grumpy guy at the front and yeah. everywhere you go. Yeah. And they're really putting women at the forefront of these environments and um it brings a lot of trust it brings a lot of energy and a very big shift in you know it used to be a very experience yeah and it used to it it still is a very male dominated industry and it's all for male 
Trumpf and yeah. tri- Trump triumph. Um, but they are doing so much to to shift that, and I love it. Yeah, it was a really inspiring story. I mean, I Mads and I are not really in the nightlife scene very. But bad. we're gonna go out with them. We're going out. They're taking we'll us document, out. We'll document it for you Ladies, guys. If you're listening to this, you are taking us out. Yes, and we. I mean, we are gonna get our little slooty. We're gonna get our slooty skirts dress on out. dress out pull i don't them, pull gonna, them from the back of our drawer there's gonna be some dust bunnies on that baby but we're gonna swipe them right off i'm gonna get my stripper heels out oh shit yeah it's gonna be a whole night I'm, we're gonna take shots look at us we're gonna take shots of tequila oh my god are we in college or what oh my god no we're gonna be so good <laughs> we're gonna be we're gonna we're gonna own nightlife we're just gonna be a different person for that one night it's oh gonna god, be I'm so excited we're gonna it's go gonna on a tuesday too so we can sing that song absolutely yeah so enjoy this is a really special episode i mean yeah, it's so it, you guys are gonna laugh you're gonna feel inspired i feel like yeah so well enjoy sisters enjoy. bye sisters my goal these days is to always look put together when i leave the house nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that i just want to look put together and feel good about what i'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie. Like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. You can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA-grown, eco-conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. 
Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute, I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. Meet Celeste Dervey and Kelsey Kitchener of Viper by KCH, a front-of-house operations and logistics company for events and venues. Viper specializes in curating a high-end hospitality experience for brands and occasions and are best known for their team of industry-trained Viper girls who run the guest check-in, see, and escort VIPs, cocktail serve, and represent brands. They are hospitality-driven, solution-based, and incredibly chic in presence. Viper makes the brand or client look better by being a phenomenal liaison to their guests. Without further ado, Celeste and Kelsey. Hi. Hi, ladies. <laughs> wow, you guys made us sound so cool. I know. Because you guys are you cool. Guys are super I was cool. like, it was a well, great little that, that was great. Like, could you send that to me later? <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll record it, and you can listen to it every single morning. <laughs> yeah, it's like a little motivational yes, speech. It was a great little like, when I get up in the morning, it's like that girl who's like, I love my house. I love my house. Yes, yes, see that video? Yes, that is yes. how you just made me feel. Oh, my God, This is also our first time having two guests on, so that's super exciting. Well, we're so excited. Thanks for having us. This is your first podcast right first podcast ever Look here at we go really coming up in the world guys <laughs> you guys we're gonna um, have some fun oh yes i'm so excited okay so round, round of, of current fixation cur- i always say current round of current fixations round of current fixations there you go good job scout okay yes i will start so my current fixation is intermittent fasting oi oi is right man sounds kind of miserable my no it did it yeah my stepdad I'm, lost like 12 pounds yeah no i'm on Otherwise. week three this is my third week doing okay. it um so far i don't weigh myself but i feel a lot tighter um so I think I've lost like a little bit of weight so far. And honestly, like I have so much more energy. Everyone says that. So much more <laughs> so energy. <laughs> and I'm like a really fatiguey kind of person. Like I'm always tired. Um, so you too? Same. Okay, cool. So yeah. yeah, I'm like literally always tired. No matter if I get seven hours or 12, like mm-hmm. I'm exhausted. That's me. Um, so intermittent fasting actually has given me a lot of energy. And it's honestly only hard for like three days. And your body adjusts super quickly. Yeah. I eat from 10 in the morning to 6 p.m. So it's not bad. Like, that's pretty doable. You know what I mean? You wake up, you wait three hours to eat, and then you eat, and then you eat dinner at, like, 5, 5.30. Um, so that's what I'm doing. I it's highly good. recommend it. Yeah, I mean, it's. I've heard that it's just good to give your digestive system a break. Like, oh, that's I'm, like, way less bloated now. I literally What? Am, is this the cure to this is bloat? No, I'm, like, <laughs> never I'm we're very bloated. We're very Same. bloated people. I just ate so many Brussels sprouts, and it's just gonna. It doesn't matter. It's sometimes I'm like I could eat a carrot, yeah. and it's just like, woo. I'm yeah, like, no. what is Dude, that? You're speaking. Yeah. What is that? You're, you're speaking you're, our language. You're speaking our language. I'll eat a salad, and I'll get bloated. I'll no, eat anything. But like with intermittent fasting, honestly, my bloating has gone down a lot. Oh God, okay, okay, so this might be this we might, might be need to give it a try. shot. We gotta For get sure. it. We gotta get it's, on this. It's not bad. It's not. It's like I said, three days you're starving, and then you're good. Great. Okay. Get over the hump. Get over the three <laughs> what days. What do you do? You do eight hours on, 
and then I think it's like I think it's you're supposed to eat for six to eight hours of the day. I do eight because like six is gnarly. That's, that's yeah. like a little I mean, too much. Yeah, that's insane. That's like, too I much. Have to, yeah. So I do eight hours, and so I don't eat from six to ten. What what, what is that? Fourteen hour? I don't know. I'm a shitty at math. <laughs> Fourteen. No, but like you're asleep. Yeah, you're asleep. So it's yeah. So anyways, yeah, that's anyways, mine. Cool. Okay, my current fixation is the game Rummicube. I don't know if you okay. guys. Well, okay. 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 <laughs> I've definitely heard of it. I don't Maddie know what it is. Maddie thinks that she's the fucking queen, the queen of Rummicube. <laughs> I am the queen. And when she loses, she's a bitch. I've never lost. Yes, you have. <laughs> anyways, it's the best game in the entire world. Okay, so I don't know what it is. It's a board game. It's a, okay. it's a board it's game. It's a tile game. It's a tile board game. It's like an old no Jewish board. grandma game. But it's so fun. Like, it's intellectually intellectually stimulating, but then also just it gets so competitive. And okay. I'm not a competitive person with games. But it and just, like, brings it this, out of you. I am like you almost don't want to play with her, you know. Scout, <laughs> you, Scout, you don't play. You you I like refuse, refuse to, to play, play with, with you. I How many really people intense. does it need? You could do up to four. You I should, you four is ideal. Okay. Four is so ideal. Let's, we'll get like some friends. Please yes. get we, some okay. wine. We should bring Ramiku to England. Of course, it's a great like <laughs> holiday vacation game like Fun. i could play for hours like i'm a i'm a game person okay. like i love games so like anytime i'm like let's have some wine and a game and, board and are we gonna end up screaming at each other and swearing yes i'm yes. all in 100 okay, you'll, you'll okay. love rummy you will love okay, rummy cool. cube and it's like have you ever played smart. gym rummy with cards Mm-mm. okay never mind <laughs> 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 it's, but it's you feel smart while you're doing it but it's also not hard but i don't know but right? sometimes it is a little bit dependent on luck because if you get a shitty hand you get a of shitty course, hand but it's all about the, ma- the maneuvering oh the manipulating good. oh got the strategic the maneuvering <laughs> i'm with this we we're gonna try this do it For do sure. it Perfect. Down. okay kelsey Oh my gosh. Okay, something I'm so just been obsessed with lately. Um, you know that that new actor Noah Cent. Oh, oh gosh. Oh god. Do- don't do even start with so that. So start, Kelsey. You guys, Kelsey I'm in love. In love. Maddie I'm is literally obsessed. Kelsey. Like Soul no. Sisters. I I had to stop talking about it on the podcast because it was I talked about it about him she every talks single about podcast. Him every single episode. I think it's okay. Well, we started. I'm super glad I'm bringing this up yeah. right now. He oh he's so hot. Well, he's just so and he's so funny. I follow I him on Instagram. That's usually not like I'm not, she's dying because I've been talking. <laughs> so I watched um to all the boys I've loved before. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so obsessed with the movie and him in the movie. I'm like. And I, he's so goofy in I, real life. He's so goofy. I all about it. I have dreams about running into him in LA, and I just <laughs> I don't oh know what I would do. I don't know what I would do. God. I seriously don't think I would be able to no. breathe or say anything. No. <laughs> a friend of ours, she like did. She's an artist, and she did like some sort of collab with him. Wait, and Sarah Baba? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Wait, sorry. No, See, no. I know like everyone. <laughs> no, but, but I know I everything dying. that he's done. When that happened, I was dying. I was like, oh, you know Sarah Baba? No, he but, like so we know close. Of her work. Yeah, so I know of her. So yeah. I know when she did. That, I was like. My heart was like Peter Parker. I'm obsessed. <laughs> no. okay, but wait, a friend of ours, Soph, um, on Instagram, her name is uh, Soph Hodes, and w- she's like this like up and coming artist. She's incredible. So yeah. they just did like this like kind of collab together. Oh and gosh. I DM'd her. I was like, "Girl, I'm <gasps> drooling." She's like, "I know everyone is." I'm like, "No, you don't understand." Oh yeah, <laughs> he's got that. Little, we understand. He's got that little scar on it. 
Mads made, Mad like, made me watch this movie, and I literally lost control. I was doing this no, weird thing on the couch where I was, like, <laughs> waving my legs in the air. Stop and didn't like, believe me. She didn't believe me. I talked about the movie for probably five podcasts straight. It's and Chad was just movie. like, I'll watch it's it, I'll watch movie. it. I made her sit down and watch it. She was crying, like, during the hot tub scene. No, it's so... Yeah, the hot tub freaked out. The hot it freaked out. Them at the very end on the... What are they? Like, the lacrosse field? The field. The normal field. I was like... She's like walking home, oh like God. like she's got something to say. Then she stops and she walks away, and I was like, "This is the cutest rom com oh I've ever it's, seen in my life." It's Netflix. Netflix. I, can way we watch to go. it again. Oh, oh, I, I think I, I'm just going to go home and watch oh it God, tonight. Guys. I'm gonna cancel my plans after this and be like, "I have to go home and guys, watch." Guys, I I mean I don't even want to admit how many times I've seen it. It is it's and unhealthy. I know the sequel's coming out. I'm so excited. I did not know there's a sequel. There's oh, a they boy. just signed it. Of course, <laughs> of course they could not. To all the boys is the was like the most streamed Netflix thing wow. ever. Ne- Netflix original thing yeah, ever. Yeah, it's because it's really good. It's not cheesy. It's, it's not, not cheesy. It's really good. Acting is good. The writing and was yeah. so feel good. They dropped it at the perfect time, like perfect around the holidays. Time, like, yeah. yeah, it's. I'm a huge oh, fan of I'm him, so of him, of him, of him, of him. He okay, that is a great current school. fixation. Yeah, no, <gasps> yeah. Was that his high school? I don't know what that? high school it was. But he <laughs> went to we, some we high stalk school, him. We and stalk he him. was doing like this, like little pep talk. And then he like got some kid up yeah. on stage with him, and he's doing shout outs. And I was like, how much do I love you I so much? I know. So if you're listening to this, <laughs> <laughs> if Noah Centineo is listening to this, <laughs> I mean, can we? You can. Him? You can be the first boy. He will be the only boy pod guest on our. There. I'm with you. Oh, so funny. Yeah, wow. Big I fan. Just, I yeah, you are. Big fan. Okay, we need to move on before I get <laughs> too distracted. Over here. <laughs> okay, okay so current fixations. Okay, so th- we've actually been laughing about this for a couple days because normally I'm like super obsessed with like books or I'll get inspired by like a blog yeah. or a person, anything like that. Lately, I am so boy crazy. I don't know Ooh. what's going on with me. Like every boy, she's like, "Why is he not obsessed with me?" I I'm like, am I not this person, know. you no, guys. She's, and she's I, not. That's why it's so. Funny. I'm not this person. Like I love books. I love being on my own. I love work. She likes being single. She's like love. not. And lately, I am just so boy crazy. Where are you I, finding these boys? I'm not even finding any. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, this they is amazing. They are all terrible, yeah. but I love them all. <laughs> and so late, like the other day, I met somebody, and I'm just, I keep calling him like the love of my life, my boyfriend. Don't even know his name. Do we know his name? We no, don't know his I, name. Oh my God, what? <laughs> we know his Instagram name, but we don't know his actual name. Where did you name? meet him? We like him? met at a party or something, and he asked for my Instagram, and then it didn't go anywhere oh, at all. Do you use Tinder? Oh, for no, Instagram. I don't. Instead of Bona? Yes, that's a real thing. I don't Um, like that. So I'm just really boy crazy right now. I'm also like really into cheese these days. (laughs) Girl, yeah. yeah, it's literally it's like cheese and boys. And boys. And I was some hormones. Yeah. Something, some weird something things going on. Because today I woke up craving cream cheese, which cream is incredibly cheese. random. Cheese, not even like I want some mozzarella. Like, no, 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 but I'll take some mozzarella. I love. I some will cheese. take some mozzarella too. Yeah. That's my favorite. Yeah. Cheese. I've just been really. Like, it's like boys and cheese. Like I for sure own a company and have better things to be yeah. spending my time on. The other night, I'm I'm literally running a door, and she's texting me about all of the heartbreaks that 
she's had mm-hmm. in 2018. So many heartbreaks. And I was oh like, God, and she's going down the list. And I was like, dude, you've never even talked to half of <laughs> 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 She's like, yes, and that is why I'm heartbroken. You and understand, like, though. We've never spoken, so that's why I'm heartbroken. She's like, that's where the heart- you see how that heartbreak makes is. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. I'm catching your drift. You I see, get it. You understand. It. She's like, you've, he doesn't know you exist. I'm like, and that, <laughs> that is the heartbreak. Oh, my like, God. That you is why I'm sad. are fucking unbelievable. <laughs> Okay, so that's how that's where we're at in life. Amazing. Today. I w- you know what? That's a very self-aware thing to notice about very about, you, about yourself. Like you're yeah. like, you know what? Right now, I'm boy crazy. This and is the phase. Really love some mozzarella these days. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Was, amazing. We were at the kitchen table the other, and she could not. It was like one boy after the next. So I was like, what is going <laughs> While on? Like, so like wait, opening, but you're not on Tinder. No, I don't use dating apps. I mean, okay. I just so you're meeting all should. these boys IRL. N- no, I'm not meeting <laughs> any. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love that. <laughs> I am just I'm obsessed. Use that like I IRL. feel like I meet like okay people, but I don't meet anyone. I'm just like. Is it hard to date in Los Angeles? It's impossible. It, okay. Literally, you got the it. guys are the worst. I actually posted something on my Instagram story that said the fact that I'm still into men is proof that sexuality is not a choice. Because <laughs> oh my god, that oh. is, it is the most Dead. accurate thing. When I saw it, I was it's like, so no, accurate. that's true. Because honestly, what the fuck is wrong with all of you? <laughs> all of you. Like, Dating in Los yeah. Angeles is hard. One, but we work in the nightlife industry. So everyone so is like so the most beautiful. Amplify everything you by a hundred. Instagram model, so you have like the worst of the worst guys and the worst of the worst girls Ooh. all combined into one industry. dark <laughs> industry. <laughs> one I mean dark, dark like as in night like nighttime. <laughs> I meant like it. when I say dark, I mean the the night, <laughs> the, night. the moon, the <laughs> <night>. <laughs> <Every> <laughs> no light. <laughs> every every part of it is dark. So yeah. Okay. Oh my God. Yeah. This so is a wait, good segue. This is perfect. How? Let's talk about how you guys met and how you yeah. decided to become business partners. Tell us a little love story. Well. I'm oh, that is a love story. <laughs> that is cute. It is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I am from here, and she's from Reno, and she moved out here to go to FITM. Um, and we actually met working. We were both interns for this company called Bolt House. Um, oh. right down the street. Like, w- where uh, Heidi worked at yes. the, yes. the hills. Exactly. <laughs> Do you, does w- everyone ask yes. that? Yes. Yeah. I went to FITM because Lauren Conrad went to FITM. And then and then it was like, then Bolt House was just, of course, the next step. Because, yeah, like, course. why not pretend I live the life of the hills? Of course. I do not. But we could all dream. We could all so dream. So I did. <laughs> I did. Love it. A different dream. But <laughs> I also went, worked at Bolt House. And then we met um, in 2013, right? 2014. 2014. Um, and then we worked together. And we actually were not friends at all. No, so we how we got to along. now is a really interesting story. Because we um, were interning. And we basically were doing all these events. And like being called as like freelancers and interns. And like doing all these crazy events. And naturally, we kind of always got pushed to the front door. Like when you're a, when you're a production assistant, like you do anything that they say. So they might tell you to go get lunch or like fill the candy bar or like tape the floor together. You just don't know. And they would always kind of be like, "You guys go handle the check-in process." So we thought, "Oh, you know, there's nobody who handles the check-in process, the front door. Let's just start a small company on the side. We'll call our friends." We were not friends. Like we were co-interns, and that was the extent I of think it. The the biggest thing is like sh- I knew she hustled and I was too and I just kind of respected how hard she worked and I think the feeling was mutual but other than that like on a personal level there was not a whole lot going on between <laughs> the two of us we were both just like don't care for you at all oh my god. so then what changed <laughs> oh my god a lot I mean we had to like dedicate our so basically what happened is we thought Viper was going to be like a small business on the side she was going to do like fashion 
maybe I was going to maybe write a book, like who knew? And eventually Viper started picking up and we started getting called by all these clients and we were like, oh shit, we might have a real business here. Like we, it was never intended. We just thought we had a cool system to make some extra money on the side. Isn't that what it, how it always starts though? I know it when does. it's never intended and then right. it kind of blows up from there. Yeah, we're grateful. <laughs> yeah, oh we're super grateful. It, uh, we had a lot of screaming episodes. I mean, a lot. Like, <laughs> okay, we and, and you guys are roommates. Now yeah. we live now together. Now we live together. Because we've also had a lot of life changes. Yeah. I mean, you were in a, in a very well, romantic I, relationship. I had a roommate. I had an no, ex-roommate. She had someone, a boyfriend who she lived with, who now were like, dude, I don't even... He was a roommate. Like Let's him. clarify. You didn't, <laughs> like, you didn't, I didn't like, like him, him at all, but so they were bad. together for two years. Okay, we don't so need to discuss. No, it's more fun. <laughs> it's more fun. So she had this 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 man uh. that she lived with, and that she's we we don't know what was going on over there. But then when they finally broke up, I was like, dude, you have never liked him. So like, we're just gonna move you out, and then when yeah. my lease is up, we'll move in together. So she like she had her own little living arrangement for a while, and then I when our lease was up, I was like, let's just move in together. Mm-hmm. Well, by that time, which what we moved in together in August. Mm. By that time, we had worked out all of our kinks yeah. <laughs> in our friendship, which mm-hmm. is now like we are sisters, right. we are bonded. Yeah. Um. That now we just kind of it his it works like mm-hmm. us living together, working together, and being best friends. For whatever reason, we don't have it. We still have our hiccups, but we just talk about it all now. Do you guys ever, like, feel the need to turn it off? Like, turn off the business and, like, resort to just being friends? Or do you guys just kind of, like, let it I all I think we, out? like, really naturally do. Like, yeah. we can ebb and flow from work. We're so passionate about what we do, one, but we can ebb and flow from, like, work to boys to friends i mean it's it's really natural we get that question a lot and i'm always like i don't really think about it because like it's so normal for us um and there are times too like if she's in her room and i'm in mine we might be just texting each other like we're not always we also have different friend groups which is helpful too because she can go hang out with other friends and i can do the same um so but it's really natural yeah nothing has been like feels forced like Mm. we never have to feel like oh I need to go hang out with my friend to get away from you. It's like right. I for sure feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> so like all everything's coming out on the podcast oh, the today. So we might Therapy. we might be moving out after this. <laughs> um, no, but she, I think we a lot of times will invite each other to being like, hey, do you want to come? And I think the other person is just like, no, like you go have fun. I'm gonna stay sure. home today. Kind of like need my own. Yeah. We very much are we are people people like we are both like i'm a people person so is she but we also very much know when it's time to like be alone and Mm -hmm. shut down for a little while and i know like when she goes into her room and shuts her door it's (laughs) not anything to do with like me or she's upset or mad i i just know she just needs her her time to establish those boundaries that's great so it works yeah (laughs) i'm so interested about like the logistics of this company so so how many events do you guys do a week a month or what how does it all go down hundreds of events a year we're relatively new we're two and a half years old Mm -hmm. um we're self-funded we're actually uh closing around right now we just opened (gasps) around and we're closing around um but we have so we have like venues that we run which are like consistent so we're like consistently booked out four nights of the week Mm. and then we have events on top of that so we can go from like you know the basic of four oh actually we run five doors a week sorry so we have five doors a week that we run and then we could have also five events that week which Mm. is 10 doors or we could have no events that week which is just our five you know reoccurring Mm. Mm -hmm. and what where are these venues 
Or what, what, like, what kind of venue? So I, um, we run the door over at Warwick oh, once a week. Amazing. Yes. And then we do um, 3110 on Saturdays. And as then we well also as do Nameless. Nameless. Nameless is new. So I was like, what's the other one? Yeah, <laughs> and it like doesn't have a name. So and do you guys, <laughs> do you guys train these, these women? How do you find them? How yeah, many tell me are about there? the Viper Girls. So yeah, I love this. The Viper Girls are fantastic. Yeah. Um, so a lot of times, I mean, we haven't really done any like, hey, we're hiring kind of thing. We've always just, it's just been kind of word of mouth. Everything's mm-hmm. been pretty organic. Um, a lot of it comes from our team, like whether they're out or girls that they know, they kind of send our way. Mm-hmm. Or a lot of it comes from Instagram. You know, mm-hmm. people <coughs> who have been to a, some of the events that we've run the doors at, they then like get onto Instagram, follow us, and they're like, want to, you know, interview and be a part of the team. Um, we don't do a lot of hiring once we have done the interview it's just it's honestly just a feeling that we have about someone it's right you're at the front door so you have it's not a hard job to do but you have to have a very bright personality mm-hmm. yeah and I don't m- mean like bubbly necessarily because not not every event is going to require a bubbly you know person mm-hmm. it just has to be bright where you shine differently in different aspects so mm-hmm. we have some girls who are so fun and so outgoing and like like we'll talk to anybody and then we have other girls who may not talk as much but they are so focused and organized and can and you know can really delegate responsibility throughout the team that it's great so there's so many different personalities on our team um and a lot of it has come from girls we've met in the industry you know worked with in nightlife um we have a really it's pretty cool like a lot of the girls who have run the doors at different venues all over the city, they have come to us to work for us. And that's like such an amazing thing because you have all these like really strong females in nightlife that have kind of all come together and they all can agree on like what, even though you work for different companies and different venues and Mm -hmm. in a sense you are competitors, like they all come to work for Viper because it's like, we're such like a strong female bond and a strong female team. So that's been pretty cool. How, so in such a male dominated industry, how did you guys make the decision to go female only? And what has that experience been like for you? So, I mean, we, um, we ca- like kind of came up in this industry like I started working in this industry straight out of high school and I was 17 and so did she and like it's an industry that we really love and you have to really love it to be in it because it will like eat you up what's the saying eat you up and it spit you out you I don't know yeah, it, it, it will I ruin every saying so yeah. like I don't I ruin <laughs> what did I say in the car today hold on she goes the the this hungry bird the gets hungry bird the gets the food no no, no, like <laughs> no no the quiet bird doesn't get fed yeah is what that I is said. and I was looking Which at her and I go what? <laughs> what is uh, that? Just a little off. You would You're think good. that I, English wasn't my first language. It was <laughs> so, but yeah, I think that um, nightlife can be kind of a dark industry and it's filled with like so much money and so much beauty that you, if you don't, or if you're not really secure with yourself as who you are as a person, it can it can do some pretty crazy things to to a human like right. guys guys and girls it doesn't matter across the board so you know when we started this we wanted to give women a place where they felt a sense of power and they felt like they were in control because for a long time before viper came along um a lot of what you were there women were there to either bottle service pour your drink or you were there as to with a promoter and you were there to fill space right. and look pretty and make mm-hmm. the room look pretty both of those things, nothing wrong with at all, but we kind of wanted to like bring in a new thing. We're like, no, we are a team of females who run 
a full door. Sure. Yeah, and I think, too, for us, like, you – the reason we don't hire a ton of people and we've stayed like almost boutique instead of hiring hundreds of girls that have applied is because it really takes like somebody who wants to be different like in in nightlife it's really easy to get caught up in like if you want attention in the industry you have to carry yourself a certain way it's just like where attention will gravitate but if you want respect you have to carry yourself an entirely different way you have to stand out and be so different as a female in the industry because you will be you know chewed up so quickly and especially for us to come in as young women in the beginning we were I mean we were looked at as if you know we would sit at a boardroom and people would be like who are you like you must be somebody's assistant and I'm like you know we're like no honey we own the company so um and so now because of our client list and because of how strict we've been with our team and training them and how diligent we've been with these girls like Mm -hmm. you cannot be drinking on site you cannot do drugs you cannot take money at the door like Mm -hmm. we are unpayable we are unbribable we've put all of our efforts into our reputation and now we have a brand that's taken seriously but coming into it was so difficult I I mean men absolutely men and women but anybody in the industry thought that they could walk all over us you know a team of young girls um but now we have a brand that's to stand back on they're to stand up on and so it's a little bit easier now but at the time it it took us i mean but even older women who had been around a long time in the industry i mean sometimes they were like the hardest people to Mm -hmm. convince that you deserve to be there because Mm -hmm. it was like they 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 just looked at you like I get it. They had earned their they spot. They paid their and dues. And mm-hmm. they just kind of felt, but they didn't leave a door open for anybody else mm-hmm. to come through. Yeah. They were just kind of like, I made it. I shut the and door. And I'm good. Yeah. Which is and fine, that's what we wanted to do differently <laughs> because it, I get why there's like an inherent competition amongst women. Cause like, I get it. Like there aren't enough seats at the table for women and like they earn their spot and they don't want to be like, you know, shoved aside for like the newer, younger, faster model. Totally. But what we wanted to do was change the industry for other women to come in mm-hmm. and have. And so now we've kind of, you know, before you go to a nightclub, it's the doorman, the bouncer, the general manager, mm-hmm. the alcohol sponsors, the promoters. It's so male dominated. It's so mm-hmm. ego driven. And our girls are really incredible and really sweet, but they're so firm and matter of fact. Mm-hmm. And we have really redefined that space. I mean, it was untapped that. before and now it's our girls are at the doors of all these different events and and venues and as we continue to expand it's really cool and now they're kind of well known it's like oh that's a viper Viper girl girl. (laughs) that's so cool what do you think having women at the door and running these events how has that changed nightlife or like how does that change a space to you i truly believe that like we generate more income for a client every time we're at the door because when you walk in to and it's happened to me personally before if you walk in and you're greeted by an ego driven you know like a power somebody on a power struggle an aggressive man an aggressive doorman immediately among like when you walk in you just feel your energy is now off because you were treated so poorly at the door or your friends were treated poorly or you couldn't get in or they said some snarky remark and it's like you're just not gonna have the as good of an experience inside absolutely hands on i went to a club last week for a friend's birthday (coughs) and i showed my id if you guys see my id you'll be like this is not you because i was probably 15 20 pounds heavier and my hair was like pixie black like it was very so different so i gave the bouncer my id and he look i'm very much over 21 like i'm have to get Botox now so like you can tell I'm over 21 and he looks at my ID and looks at me and he d- I can tell he doesn't think it's me and I'm very patient because I understand it's his job and whatever and he goes what's your middle name and I go Nicole and he goes wow you lost a couple LBs huh Nicole <gasps> and he gave me like kind of like 
flicked my ID back. What? And I was standing there. And because we run doors, I was so taken back. And I did not say anything because I had to go inside. It. But the, the, the more aggressive that's person terrible. inside of me wanted to pop off. Because I was like, that's so rude. I would never speak to someone like that. But he ruined my mood mm-hmm. before I even stepped foot into that venue. Had I had been some big time buyer mm-hmm. and been, I, I would have left. I would have left. For so sure. then you, you took money away from the club because you decided to make a snarky comment based off of my looks because you didn't think it was my ID. Whatever. It feels like these bouncers and these men are still looking at nightlife at, and looking at women in nightlife as property, as still kind of being there and on display and rather than. Yeah, people that can gener- can give on them income. Yeah. On the flip side, I hope this doesn't sound sexist, um, are women disappointed when they see a woman bouncer? Because sometimes women feel like they can do a little flirting. They no, can get in that way. I like, What's I the reaction yeah, from women? I haven't women? run into that. I mean, we definitely spoil women at nightclubs, and I, do, and I feel fine about it. I think that that is the one time in life we get to go first. And, mm. you know, we run one of the nightclubs that we run on Saturday nights. I will walk down the line, and I will pull women out so that they get to go inside first, especially if it's cold outside or anything like that. And I'm all about, you know, women are equal, and, and I do mm. believe that we are equal, but I I also think if it's cold outside, women get to go in first. I feel fine about that. And I think that it's the one time that, like, we get to be a little spoiled. And I think it's okay. So we definitely cater to women. Um, also, like, it just is what it is. Women make men spend more money. It's true. Yeah. They do. That women, it is. You it's want not a even full of women. Not even being, that's not a sexist comment. We are very beautiful creatures. <laughs> and we make yes. men spend more. It just is and, what it is. And, yeah, and yeah, honestly, yeah. the men want to spend money on women. So, you know, when buyers come in in the nightlife industry and they want to spend money and they want to you know buy bottles they're not doing it for their guy friends <laughs> they're doing totally. it to get, to, to get women sure. yeah. yeah when so. you're spending you know $1300 on that bottle of dom that's coming up to your table it's because you have probably five pretty girls who said we only drink champagne yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so we understand like yeah those girls come in because yeah. that's what's making the men yeah. spend more money so mm. there's and there's like a lot of different sides to it this is really just one percent of what we do a for big sure. percent of what viper does is where um a brand liaison for a lot of these brands we collect da- data on site for clients and so we kind of figure out you know what their clients like and what's going to generate income what their clients are coming in for um and a lot of it is you know how do we make the girls in the industry how do we expand our team into more of like an experiential space so so the nightclubs and like the door stuff is really um just like a third i would say what's an example of like a brand and a guest that you've been a liaison between and what's or what's been your like favorite one for sure i mean for there's so many that we love but any brand that we do something for we really are liaison for example like if we're doing the draft day party for the la rams when all the season ticket buyers are coming up to the door you're not talking to like the marketing department of the LA Rams. You're talking to the Viper girls. And so you want a good experience. You want to say, you know, hey, we're so excited. And the girls at the door are like, oh, I'm so excited too. Who's your favorite player? Or, you know, whatever it is. Sure. I would never say that because I didn't know we had a football team. But, like, <laughs> other than that. <laughs> I do now. Yeah, I do you. now. She gets off the phone with the client and goes, did you know we had a football team? Oh, I go, my God. Oh I my go, homegirl, we had two Ew, football yeah. teams, and you're from here. Yeah. I am not. How did you not know yeah. that? You guys took our football team, and I won't speak of it again. Cause oh, we're it, from San Diego. We're from San Diego. Okay. So I was born in San Diego. No way. No. Yeah. Amazing. My mom used to live there, and then we moved here after she left. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so we yeah. get to be so so when you come to one of these events, what whoever it's for, it could be for Facebook or if you went to you know Travis Scott, they did Astro World, and we had yeah. all these fans come out. Well, they're not meeting Travis Scott; they're meeting the Viper Girls, which are at mm. the front door, which are the brand liaison for their favorite event. They're so excited to be here. Hey guys, we're here for Astro World, and you know they have to wait in line. So maybe the girls at the door are like, let me check you off. You know what ex- what song are you most excited to hear? Whatever it is. Um, and then on the clients end, they want to know which fans came out. So they want their fans emails they want to know which fans are coming to astroworld uh, you know at magic mountain so we're really that that middle space um so it's like a really cool place to be i love that that is so and do you guys since this is kind of your industry do you guys go out to a lot of clubs or is that something you leave for the business (laughs) honestly has it it been ruined for you i feel like it would be ruined (laughs) for me i think we're very very spoiled um because when we do go to any sort of nightclubs, we're sitting with like you know maybe the owners of the, the mm. right. So like you we're there are clients, yeah. there are clients. So it's a very different experience. I mean, Celeste and I make sure even when we are going out, we're never um, super drunk or no. out of. Control. We always try to make right. sure we're like holding ourselves like totally. You know, in we're a, in dressed a, a certain way. Yeah. We pay. I for wear everything. so many turtlenecks. Yeah. I can't even <laughs> tell <laughs> you. We love I a turtleneck. I'm like all about like a black tight turtleneck. I'm like, love don't it. care. That's Absolutely actually I'm one of my favorite it. things to wear. Same. Black tight turtleneck. Yeah. They it's are the best. Timeless. Let's go. I don't think I've ever seen you in a club. So you're not missing anything. No, honestly, understanding like anybody who's not in LA nightlife or even is in it. I think the one thing you have to understand is nightlife is the biggest illusion. It is it, totally. it is such an illusion of a lifestyle. I can't even tell you. And and I say that even from us being in it. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, even our lives. It really is just such an illusion. Like people go in there and they act a certain way and maybe someone's a big buyer and looks successful or, you know, girls look like they're getting attention from so and so and everyone's living this really glamorous life but it's just it is it is yeah. such I mean, and an you guys, I mean you guys have been like you pull back the curtain like you guys see yeah. the mechanics of it so I can yeah. understand how it's yeah. it's really about that illusion and yeah. creating that atmosphere we've had some fun nights out I mean a lot of my friends too they are in nightlife so like sure. you go out with them because like that's what we're all doing sure um, but it does like there are like I could go out maybe like two nights in one week and for like the next week and a half I'm like I should probably be laid off oh for a little gosh. while yeah getting kind of crazy Ooh. but like yeah some two people times go out every week. single night of the week yeah, some I mean, people no do and, and no. Tuesday through Thursday are like the cool Hollywood nights to go what? out what really why <laughs> wait tell us why because all of those people don't have jobs, jobs yeah so like, <laughs> so like the nine That's to fivers true. we always know like Friday and Saturday are your are your is your crowd of people who don't have a ton of club etiquette because mm-hmm. they're not in the club every night of the week totally. so but it's the it's the night it's like yeah. the Tuesday Wednesday Thursday crowd those are the those are like the nights. Mads, should, that should we go out tonight? You guys, we will take you out. Oh my gosh, we will take you out. We will take you guys out. We'll Can you? Night. Oh my oh, god, I want to go to Warwick. I've never been. I've oh heard such god, great things. I, I will take them. She'll be at the door, but I will. I take will come you guys. in. We'll put you guys. We'll, we'll get you guys drinks. We'll set oh you up. It will be. Oh my god, we are. Scout is making an appearance at the club. This is gonna be so great. They call me a grandma, but not not for this. I'll I'll come out. Not for this. Not for this. 
so fun. You guys, I'm not kidding. We will. Oh, no, we're not kidding. It. We will 100%. take you guys it out. Will that be will be so fun. <laughs> I love taking people out who don't normally Me go too. out. Me too. I love like, it. Yes, you're right. This is so much fun. Yeah. That we are yeah. going like, to reinvigorate the passion. Yes. Trust me. <laughs> yes. A good night out is like, it, it works wonders. Oh, <laughs> right. It. it does. Okay. I need, I'm in need of some more of those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Scott. We'll, you got to. We'll do that. You, you know what? I try. <laughs> She's like, listen. She has some wine sometimes. I drink a lot of wine. You drink, drink a lot, lot of wine. wine. You're a tequila girl. You could take tequila shots. I can take tequila oh, shots. Air five. Five. I cannot <laughs> do a tequila I, shot. Oh, give me a tequila shot any any time no. of the day. Don't take chaser, it. don't need anything. I, I need a lime. I need a lime. Okay, lime a I can do queen. mainly because honestly, a lime tastes good with it. Yeah, it's yeah. so yummy. But yeah, a chilled, you guys, chilled shot of Casamigos. All about it. Oh, I am with you. I'm, I'm ready. ready. I could take a shot. Of Not tequila. tonight, but I'm ready. We should have brought tequila for this episode. This uh, I cannot <laughs> take a shot of tequila. You can't. No. Celeste is like Mm-mm. throwing up over Well, there. because okay, so my birthday of 2017, we threw a huge party. I threw Kelsey <gasps> a huge party, and I blacked out before it started. It was not my finest That's moment. Oh, to be no. Twenty minutes into the, the party. only time I've ever blacked out really? in my entire life. Really? Yeah. I'm not a big drinker. Someone goes. One of our really close friends and one of our Viper girls comes up. She goes, hey, are you going to cut Celeste off at the bar? Because she's going for it. And I go, no, it's my birthday. This is what happened. I'm sorry, but like homegirl needs to be able to handle it. I don't drink ever. And especially, well, I do now. But at the time, I really didn't drink. And we had so many meetings that day that I hadn't eaten anything. And I just, I I was throwing, you know, the party for her. So everyone that was coming in, I was like, let me get you a shot. And then I'll take a shot with you. And I will do one with you. And before we even started, I did a few with the bartender. And I'm also only 5'2". So... Everything five, just happened one and a half. so fast. I five just want to make a comment. So Celeste is only five one and a half. I'm five two, so I'm with you. Yeah, bro. my license says five two, so I say five two. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote the 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 height on my license, but it's fine. We don't need to get into five that. one and a half. <laughs> but anyways, so since then we're we're good on tequila forever. Yeah, it was Ooh, a rough. I'm I mean, sorry that it ruined it for you. Because like tequila. Tequila is like so to good. Recover. It's I the best an drunk. Oh, oh my I'm a, god! I'm like girl. a, I'm like a three day hangover person now. It's terrible. I, my so hangovers my are hangovers just out of control. Used to be so bad. One time, I literally puked every thirty minutes until four p.m. <laughs> <laughs> but now I don't really get hungover. Okay, well, I don't like what's going on. What, what a life! What a life! <laughs> like I just, I, I or just maybe it's because I don't it. drink enough. Maybe I that's get, it. No, that. That doesn't make any sense. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I don't overdo it, so I don't. Like maybe I know my every time (laughs) I overdo it. Yeah, maybe I'm just responsible, guys. Maybe I just alternate with a glass of water. I'm like I don't go out very often. I literally the other night after I got off work with some friends, did shots of tequila, and they're like, "Let's go to the strip club." And I was like, "Wait, which one? (laughs) Deja vu in Hollywood, which so bad." But one of my friends told the little MC guy it was my birthday and they oh. paid for me to get up on stage oh. and I had a lab dance by four girls <gasps> and then oh, I dream. had to give one. Oh I was in a naked though? No, oh, I was yeah. in a turtleneck <laughs> and dressed <laughs> in <laughs> back into do you guys ever see the wedding planner yeah, yeah. okay so like i am j-lo with my slicked back ponytail <laughs> oh, and a turtleneck so in my heels and my dress pants and i am straight up having to give a lap dance and i'm looking at the girls like i'm so sorry i'm not very good at this <laughs> oh. it was yeah that is literally the best tequila. story i've ever that heard. is what tequila does oh my god, oh my god. strip clubs especially in turtlenecks so i fun. need to start doing <laughs> you guys it's, it's a, a new trend to the strip club, <laughs> <Turtlenecks> <laughs> to the strip club. honestly 
strip clubs are so so after we do a, a night out then we will do the oh strip Jesus. club yeah, after. that's usually yeah that's usually when you're supposed to do it <laughs> okay <laughs> we're in for this I we are in for this shop at um at like 11 p.m <laughs> it's not not, not a good time to go no, i've been to his, i've been <laughs> we to a strip only yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've, been to, <laughs> I've been to a strip club at 11 oh, and it was sad. it was sad it's and sad. then i brought this girl and it was her first time going to the strip club and we were in the bathroom and all the strippers came into the bathroom at the same time and she looked at the strippers and she goes do you feel bad for the men in here and i'm like God, I can't right now. I was like mortified. But you know what? I kind of love it because everyone's always like, "Do you feel bad for the stripper?" And I love that she was like, "Do you feel bad for the men?" Yeah, Yeah, I love that. No one feels bad for the the you, girlfriend. You're up there making your money, and yeah, I don't feel bad getting them. You are making my mom. My mom one time told me that she'd rather me be a stripper than a Victoria's Secret angel because Victoria's Secret angels project an image of what a female body should be, whereas a stripper. Just does it on their own time. In their I own support place. the statement. Wow. Honestly, I go do too. Yeah, that mom. was her wonderful, wonderful advice to me as a fifteen-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> yes, go, mom. Also, to smoke weed and not drink. Yes, yeah, smoke weed, too. don't drink. Yeah, honestly, also kind of support yeah. the oh, thought process. Mas- there. Masturbate. She told me to masturbate when I was versus fourteen. Versus have actual sex. Because versus then you don't like get waiting for a man. Just <laughs> masturbate, dude. I need to have a sit down Whoa, with mom. mom. Does is mom want to join the podcast <laughs> right now? Can we mom do another one it. with mom? Like wise words from mom. Wise, wise words. Yeah, she's a wise one. I support all those things. Oh, oh my god! Good about all of those things she just said. I'm like, I agree. We need with to write everyone. like, yeah, those those should be like a like momisms. Yeah, yeah, she's got some good times. Momisms. Yes. No, those are good. That's amazing. Wow, go mom. God, I love Come this. On. I love this. Wait, so you guys, it's just you two, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. On the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how many Viper girls are there in total? We're about 26. Yes. Oh, okay. that's, a, that's a big crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're that's a squad. amazing. We yeah. are squad. <laughs> we pull up. How do you guys are you um do you guys how often do you bring new ones in or do you want you, you had mentioned you like let's say that. someone's listening and they're like i want to be a fucking viper girl yeah i mean honestly we um we interview pretty consistently it's hard because events do ebb and flow until we close a round of funding and really mm. like stabilize our growth right now events you know they come and go so we have to train a new girl and then also they have to be they have to train enough to be able to be a Viper girl. Mm -hmm. Um, But some of them, because we're part-time, it's hard for them to always train. And we're super picky with who we hire, too. So um, we don't always – I mean, we don't bring a ton of new girls on all the time. But we're – And a lot of our girls who have been – who are with us have been with us for a while now. Um, That's a a really good sign of, like, a good company. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we've been super, I mean, we have some ride-or-dies. We do. We we have some girls that that I'm like – do you want me to give you the company? Because <laughs> yeah. you, you might be in better hands some days than I am. I love but that. But sh- um, yeah, we have a really great team. Um, and I'm because I'm from Reno. Mm. Um, like a lot of people from back home are like, 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 wow, Viper looks so cool. And I actually had one girl just recently move here and she hit me up to work for us and she's like one of our like really great girls now like she's like one of our newer girls we've just added but because she's been so great and that's a lot of problem too is like sometimes because we events do ebb and flow sometimes girls can just kind of fall off naturally it's not because we let them go or anything it's just because like it's not consistent their their passion for it isn't quite there and because 
we yeah. have to go based because we're st- still self-funded and we're still like yeah. you know really hustling we have to have a lot of our team has to have that passion with us because that is honestly what drives us some yeah. days when we have girls it, even more excited than we are then we're like okay this is what mm-hmm. keeps us going mm-hmm. so that's you know that's also been something too like mm-hmm. our 26 girls they love the company yeah. like they're very excited that's about amazing it. yeah so you're so lucky to be able to garner like employees that are super passionate because that's Absolutely. really hard to yeah. find no we're, we're so lucky and we love them and these girls just bring a lot to the table and I always like it's really crazy too because like as when you own a company and you have people that like work for you that see something and like want to make it better like Mm. when our girls are like okay this is what's going on now and this is how we're gonna make it better I'm always like I love you so much because like you want to make something that we created better and those are the girls and we tell them we're like there's not much we can do right now but like we're gonna take you with us because Mm. we're so thankful for them granted these girls make a lot of money yeah so (laughs) when they're on site I'm like you guys are making more than I am you guys make a lot of money (laughs) so you know they're really well paid and like um we try to like shower them with love as much as we can Absolutely. i would love to come to your holiday party like oh that God, would be come. amazing i know tuesday. that we don't work it's for on you tuesday. do you guys want to come to our it's holiday tuesday. party? we're recording on tuesday but we might come, come we'll come after yeah, it doesn't I even start stop yeah, what do you guys oh, mean oh, yeah, we'll be done by then like nine. dinner, nine. dinner <laughs> at bed. we're in bed by eight dinner's, oh. at, dinner's at nine. Oh. <gasps> yeah and, and then, then we'll go and out then we after. Go to the club at eleven. Do you guys do a lot of holiday or like gatherings with the whole team? We try to. We used to be like kind of better at it. It's really hard when we get like so. It's also hard because we work in events, so it's like something that we would plan. Like, let's do this on a Saturday night. It's like all our girls Everyone's are working because we have events. Um, but that's something that in the new year we really want to do. We also really want to start volunteering as a team. That's been like on our list of things to do forever. Oh, so I love that. Yeah. Wait, can you guys talk about, you just said that you were raising capital or like trying to, Yeah. can you talk about that process? So, yeah, it's, it's I mean, especially, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, I mean, talk so about Male Dominated, was you. that. Sorry, say that one more yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, talk about Male Dominated. Yes. Was that daunting? Yes. Raising capital is really fun and really <laughs> she's like no. and, and I have a lot of really I have a very uh, different idea really of what fun is. here's the thing so like I basically just so you understand kind of the gist of like dynamic is like I do a lot of like I would say well we both do everything but like Kelsey's really the creative so like all our branding aesthetics the way the girls look the way our social media looks the way our brand looks to other people is all Kelsey's the way the brand runs like internally as far as like dealing with like raising capital or clients or like accounting or like logistics on the back end is like primarily what I focus on. So I'm like a big nerd. So raising money is really fun because you get to learn like a whole new world. There's like new lingo. She's texting me one night. She goes, oh my gosh, I'm on business dictionary and I'm making so many flashcards. I'm having the best time. And I was like, Oh Anybody a spirit animal. <laughs> I'm like you. I'm Anybody. such a dork. Business dictionary is like a better version of Pinterest. You can just like pin. Oh my god. Like I'm so offended. Words. And then on the business. So go on business dictionary. It is the best thing ever because it just gives you all these really fun. I love words. I read a book on like how dictionaries are made. Like I love words. Oh my god. And so amazing. Yeah, business dictionary is. She really didn't fun. finish the book. And you can. <laughs> and you. I. I still work on it. It's. The, it's delivery is really slow, but like it's good. Um, but so, so anyways, raising capital is really fun. Like it's really exciting because you get to learn like a new world, but it's really exhausting when you don't have the money and you have to meet with so many different people. And not only do you have to like get in bed financially with somebody, so you have to make sure that who they are as a person is like 
they have good morals and ethics and they're not here to screw you over and that their money's clean. Um, where do you even start? Like, if someone wants to raise funds for their, wh- where do you start? Do you go to like, just, like a e- wealth like manager? Like, yeah. where do you go? email, be like, yo, can I have a meeting? No, with you? I think you start with like family and friends. And I oh, think so not really asking family, mm-hmm. none of my family or friends has any money. <laughs> but, um, <if> yeah, because <laughs> I'm like, you need to get some new friends. But, um, yeah, you do need to get some new friends. I think you Why just are you hanging out with me? <laughs> yeah, you bring literally nothing to the table. <laughs> like, like, what do you do? We were driving here, and she goes, I asked her something. Oh, I said, what is the difference between this milk on Beverly and the other oh, milk huge, on Melrose? There's a huge difference. There's a huge and she goes, difference. I don't know, maybe one's almond. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I could not stop laughing. And she goes, why did you pick me as a business partner? And I look at her, and I go, no idea. Couldn't tell you. I'm I literally can't. At this moment crying. in time, I, I have not one reason as to why we're business partners. Because that. <laughs> oh, my God. That is incredible. That's yeah. the I don't best. <laughs> but sh- you get so many good puns out of it. I mean, every day you get a new pun for me. I wish I, mean, you I wish the listeners could see my face. <laughs> <laughs> No, and it keeps it fun. That is so, you're yeah, I have no, the most amount of perks. We do have a lot of fun. Okay, so since you guys work together, and my sister and I work together, and so we're also in like a partnership, what advice would you give someone that's looking to start their own business, but they want to be in a partnership? Like how? Because partnerships, people say, are harder than marriages at some point. So what kind of advice would you give to someone looking to start their own partnership be- business? Become a married couple. <laughs> I mean honestly i think we laugh all the time people are always like oh you guys are like you guys are like a married couple and we are i mean we take care of each other on just we i we care about each other on a personal level so much like i care about her well-being and making sure like mentally she's good and vice versa and i think that like when you care about the other person and you always know that like we're our goal is the same we are never trying to do something that's not good for the company and i think when you both are not trying to compete with each other and always know that you're like our end game is the same and we're always trying to do what we think is best that kind of makes it so you take away any of like the why did you just do that that was a stupid thing you just did Mm. i also think the other thing is like know your role you know there's a lot of thing i mean if kelsey is like so kelsey picked the one pantone color for our brand (laughs) that is impossible (laughs) to print impossible i mean every (laughs) printer is like this color has too much white coming through whatever but no she had to have it of course so i think that's insane and i think that that's ridiculous but she needs it she just she needs it so i just know my role i'm not a design person i'm not a visual person i'm i I pick my battles um i think similarly if i'm like this content really needs to change on something i think she just says okay and we that not trying to step on each other's toes similarly to like knowing that both of our goals are the same like knowing your role and kind of being able to like I mean of course you should be aware of what's going on on the other side like I'm aware of creatively what she's working on but just like trusting each other if she picks I mean she pretty much designed our whole apartment when we moved in and she picked a couch so we go into CB2 and they're like there's a million couches and there's one couch that you can't have for six months so naturally she wants this damn couch. I didn't know you couldn't have it for six months until I decided. But to then, when you found out, you still wanted it, and so they're like, it wasn't you can't like, "Oh, I'll go with a different one." I was like, "Absolutely not." No, that she's like, "Now I need to have it." Couch. Well, I didn't really care for this couch particularly, but I also know my role. I'm not a visual person. I don't know how things are going to mesh well, so I'm just like, you know what, just do it. Um, so I think we kind of just like we do that. I love that. Mads, do you care about me? 
Do you trust me? <laughs> Scout. I love you. Scout. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. 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 Yeah. Look at that follow up right you. there. <laughs> I, know. I love I mean, you. I tell I tell Celeste all the time. I'm like, you are the worst friend I've ever had. The, the <laughs> best boyfriend. The best boyfriend. Because oh one God. time she was like amazing. in a crisis. And I was playing Cat's Cradle. With a, no- <laughs> with, with a non, with a non With an imaginary string. I'm literally having what? a meltdown. Granted, it was over a boy, so like not that big of a deal. But yeah. I was having a meltdown about this boy, and I was like so upset. And she <laughs> is literally laying in bed and doing this with her hands. I, w- I wish you all could see me do this. She's oh. like literally doing this. So wait, no strings? No, no strings were uh, no strings were just were in the making of this cat's cradle. <laughs> <laughs> she and I look at her and she goes, "Do you remember when we used to pay, play ca- cat's cradle all the time?" And I go, "I'm upset, <laughs> and There's you are there? playing cat's cradle." And she goes, "Oh, Mm-mm. yeah, yeah. What are you upset about again?" <laughs> and I was like, "Worse, no, you keep you can keep each other grounded. That's amazing." For sure. But she remembers it. my favorite kind of water, so like it evens. Oh out. my god, <laughs> what's your favorite kind of water? I'm it changes, but right Br- now it's the Volvic. But it, what's it that? What is flows. that? Listen, it sounds like she, Volva. She's just like <laughs> <laughs> anything that's like the most bougie thing on the market, water-wise. She oh will God. buy. She so went like water like from Essentia Press Juicery that's like six bucks. No, 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 no. You, no. It's a certain kind of Honestly, bougie. Honestly, when when we have when just when wait we for this, have <laughs> this line millions of dollars, <laughs> I'm going to have my water imported mm. from. Yosemite. Okay. It's the best water you'll ever taste in your Don't entire life. Don't move to Flint, it's Michigan, because you won't do well. Oh God. oh, God. No, I would have my water imported. No, I understand. But I will have my water imported. I don't even think imported is the right word for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have it imported from Yosemite. It's, st- I mean, straight from the creek. It's just <laughs> yes. like straight from the creek. She's we a, have she's so like many great taglines. We have turtlenecks in the club. Boys and cheese. Turtlenecks in the club. is Boys and cheese. Boy crazy. Boys and cheese. I love boys and cheese. I love cheese. I love cheese. I love cheese more. I have Viper shirts. Cheese never lets me down. Boys, on the other hand, always let me down. Oh, my God. That's could just be the boys that you're choosing. <laughs> yeah, ladies. Cheese never I lets you down. Cheese this never felt like lets a sleepover. you down. Sleepover. <laughs> <This laughs> I know, right? We were at a sleepover. <laughs> I, we love you guys. I love we're you going guys. out with we're you. We're going to the club. We're all wearing turtlenecks. We're all wearing turtlenecks. We're we're all all wearing turtlenecks. And then honestly, we'll end up at deja vu after. It's like of right course. after in a turtleneck, giving laughs. We are there. We are so there. No one wants to pay to see me give a lap dance. There is nothing sexy about me like shake my butt. Oh my god. God. Oh, please. Oh, please. We'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> okay, tell everyone where they can find you guys and learn everything about you. Instagram, website, Honestly, everything. look at our Instagram because it's so beautiful, and I did it. <laughs> what is I, it? I, put, I curated it. It looks beautiful. No, I just had took so much time and effort on their, like, making sure aesthetically it looks nice. And yeah, it the looks flow. Got to do the flow. It, you're like, so anyway, yeah, and yeah, our so Instagram what, is um, just Viper by KCH. Viper by KCH. Um, you, you can go to our website. You from can there. follow us for comedy at Kelsey dot Kitchener. <laughs> Kelsey dot Kitchener. <laughs> yes. And what's yours? Just Celeste Vey. Celeste Vey. So Easy. if you were w- looking for some comedy and us making us fun of each other all the time, that's literally that's what okay literally is. This is. Yeah, this yeah. is okay sis in a nutshell. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mads, where can you they can find you? Also for comedy and premium content, you can follow me at Maddie Mayo. M a d y m a i o. You don't follow me for comedy because I'm not that funny <laughs> on my Instagram at all. So. You can find me at Scout Sobel, S-C-O-U-T-S-O-B-E-L, and you can find OKSIS Podcast at OKSIS Podcast. Thanks, girl. 
Thanks for having us. So fun. Sisters. Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalglish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you change the dialogue in your life. Tune in every Thursday to I'm Not Your Shrink wherever you listen to podcasts. While I'm not your shrink, I am still human and I'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together.